Welcome to 6-Minute Stories, where you hear the writing of new voices and experienced writers whose submissions appear in the anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Now in Season 6, you will hear stories from our seventh collection, Twists and Turns. Find links to 6-Minute Stories and to the Personal Story Publishing Project at randalljones.com. Everybody loves a good story. We hope you enjoy this one. The Hounds of Antigua by Wayne A. Barnes In 2004, I spent seven glorious months on the Caribbean island of Antigua, Mon, investigating massive construction fraud at a dozen job sites. I was a recently retired FBI agent and looked forward to investigating on an exotic island. Each Monday morning, site managers reported large amounts of building material had disappeared from their projects over months, totaling millions in theft. When the investigation was over, I had located 28 houses and an eight-unit apartment building, all built with stolen material. The thieves were those same managers. During the investigation, I stayed at the Blue Waters, a splendiferous resort with fine breakfast cuisine that made me feel guilty if I did not jog beforehand. A winding road took me up a hill that overlooked the sea. On the right, fenced land sloped up to magnificent houses. I would jog the route each morning, then return for a scrumptious meal. As I jogged down the road at a certain point off to the right, would come a cacophony of snarling and growling. A tall chain-link fence held back two large mongrels. Slow-moving cars would swerve away in surprise, and schoolchildren crossed to the far side of the street in fear. In Antigua, as in many places, dogs are not house pets and have no names. Most are ferocious, like these two. One was a German shepherd mix, and the other a black lab. Both had vicious streaks and impressive shoulder strength. Think hounds of the Baskervilles. Several of the diamond shapes in the chain-link fence had been forced into circles by the dog's thrusting snouts. Their flesh rubbed raw. Back home in San Diego, our family had raised golden retrievers, the most kid-loving dogs on the planet. Cirrus and Haley produced a litter that was featured on our annual Christmas card with a cute puppy in each child's lap. Now in Antigua, I called out to the angry dogs in my most inviting voice, Cirrus, Haley, Cirrus, Haley. I gave a three-tweet whistle, how I used to call our goldens down the beach. Here the response was, nothing, mon, didn't faze them at all. The next morning I brought a napkin filled with breakfast ham. I kneeled down to their frenzy, their snouts jabbing at me. I tossed the meat over the fence. At first they ignored it, but the wafting aroma got their attention. They stopped snarling long enough to gobble down the treats, then went back to growling. Okay, I thought. Nice try. The next day was the same, but with more ham. Approaching the fence, I did the three-tweet whistle, and down the hill they charged. Cirrus, Haley, Cirrus, Haley, I called out pleasantly. They just kicked up the dust and wolfed down the meat. 
The next day I did not toss the ham over the fence, but held it at their snouts, giving them a good whiff. I whistled and called their names. I risked my fingers and pushed the ham through the fence. This time, when the meat was gone, no anger, just searching for more, even whimpering. That was when I knew I had them. Good boy, Cirrus. Good girl, Haley. Off I jogged. From then on, when I whistled, they came barreling down the hill, a slap-happy loping for their morning treat. I put my fingers through the fence, lovingly rubbing their necks and ears. A few months into my investigation, I had to interview a doctor. When I saw the address, I had my suspicions. After the interview, I admired the spectacular view and asked to step out on the patio. He suggested not, as his dangerous dogs would tear me apart. I said I usually got along with animals and slid the door open. The doctor was terrified for me, having trained his feral dogs to attack. I whistled. In a flash, these two ferocious hounds transformed into loving pets that rubbed against me as I scratched their ears. The doctor was astonished and baffled. I never let on how I had managed to be so loved. Five months after my case was over, I returned to Antigua with my family on their Easter break. After breakfast, I packed up some ham and told my children, I have a surprise. Cirrus and Haley are right down the road. They couldn't imagine what I was talking about, but got into the car. I parked across from the fence and two mongrels began their downward charge. I gave the three-tweet whistle and called out their names. In seconds, they were romping down the hill and happily barking. My kids piled out of the car, and I gave them all ham to pass through the fence. My children's voices were all laughter, and I'll admit, I had tears in my eyes. When I travel and want it to feel like home, I find a dog to welcome me, sometimes two. Copyright 2022 Wayne A. Barnes. Wayne A. Barnes was an FBI agent for 29 years, working counterintelligence, healthcare fraud, and federal judicial backgrounds. He was a Black Panther in one undercover assignment. He has expertise in signatures for personality analysis and forgeries. He first wrote true spy stories debriefing intelligence defectors during the Cold War. His bureau life and raising five children were fertile ground for a post-retirement writing career, having authored over 100 essays and three as yet unpublished books. He lives in South Florida and investigates privately worldwide. For more of Wayne's essays, see waynebarneswriting.com. Thank you for listening to another 6-Minute Story. You can read them all in the seven anthologies of the Personal Story Publishing Project. Find the link to our online store at randalljones.com. That's R-A-N-D-E-L-L-Jones.com. There you can learn about submitting your own story for consideration for our next Personal Story Publishing Project. And remember, everybody loves a good story.